shoot, we almost in the double digits, y'all. Kids and wives and nine to fives. But we are married to the games. How you guys doing? Hope everyone out there is doing excellent. It's your boy, Gabe Patillo, of course, along with Timothy Hall and Tim Router. And uh, we are happy to be back with you guys talking games and life and life and games. So uh, we're going to be jumping into some things on today because I know we got some new games. We got stuff coming out. We got some exciting stuff going on. Timothy Hall, how was your weekend? Halo. <laughs> and done. Halo. No need to say anymore. That's it. <laughs> I'll go next. I like that. That's good, man. Is that all it consisted of? That is all I'm going to say. Is it? Is it everything that you ever wanted and more? Um, I hope it was. Yeah, I like it. Well, that's good. Yeah, I like it. Oh, my gosh. Millions and millions of dollars spent on making a game. And out of Timothy Hall, we get, yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like it. The enthusiasm oh. You can just feel the enthusiasm in the room right now. Just, I know. Did like, you do nothing else this weekend? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Hall, I love you, man. You're the best. Thank you. That is That's so amazing. funny. Uh, That's the quickest weekend wrap up we have we have. No had better response yet. to "I love you" than "thank you." <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Tim Router. Oh, what's your up, weekend? Oh, it was good. Uh, it's nice to to get back in 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 touch with all you boys every week. I love this. Um, yeah, we had a, a good weekend. Um, I have some daddy news too. Uh, Piper started crawling this past weekend. Um, yeah, she did. Yeah, it was, a, it was, yeah, it was amazing. So I am starting to board up the house. And, exactly right. And getting everything together. She's, she's doing really well with it. I mean, she picked it up pretty quickly. She was always doing like the little army crawl thing, and now she's actually full on crawling. And <laughs> army she, crawl. Yeah, it's it's I'm like sorry this. I had to imagine that. Yeah, it's like this <laughs> army crawl, flop, kick legs out, swim kind of a thing. It's really hilarious, and she gets like kind of frustrated with it. So now she's got her upper body strength, and she's just she's putting it all together, hand and knees, and it, it was amazing. And she actually did it. We had a birthday party this past weekend at some friends, and she actually started crawling. I. Thank God I got it on video um, at this party. So it was pretty cool. And Gabe, your little girl, Amara, was there. And the two of them are like BFFs right now. So it's, it's exactly. really cute. I, I love it. Um, and, and weird side note, the people's house you were at. Yes. The Hassans. Yes. Is exactly the same place Amara crawled for the first time, which is just really strange to me. When, when Jenny told me she was like, Piper crawled tonight. And I was like, where? She was like, at the Hassans. I was like. That's weird. That's where Amara crawled for the first time. I know. Time, so. Isn't it weird? I think Leah's got something in the rug or something that kind of helps propel them <laughs> along. I don't know. Chili powder. But thank you, Hassans, for propelling our, our daughter's growth and development. We appreciate it. Exactly. But, That's amazing. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, I was, I've been trying to play as much Assassin's Creed 3 as, as I possibly can, and it's, uh, it's great, man. I'm, I'm really loving it. And I'm, I'm still obsessed with getting 100% sync on every sequence and I've only oh I'm gosh. only I've only missed one so far and I'll have to go back at the end of the game cuz it's really early on but um it's great man it's a good game I'm loving it so do you find yourself cuz I know at first when you first started playing you wouldn't go to the next level until you had gotten 100% sync have you have you loosened those reins a little bit and you're like I'll just go back instead yeah. of yeah Staying there on the story. Well, actually, it's a little bit of both because there's so many little side things. Um, but the hunting sequences are just 
you can hunt basically whenever you want when you're out in the frontier. And it's actually really cool because you acquire hides and skins and meat and all that stuff. And then you can trade that. And so I've got a boatload of cash right now because I've been doing a bunch of hunting. And you can like you can hunt from the trees. You can set snares with bait. It's just it's real. I kind of like it. It's just really cool. And it's just a, one other little aspect. Like if you don't want to go to the next project, ah, OK, I'll go hunting instead and I'll go and collect hides and stuff. And then I'll go and trade it in and get some money and then move on. So, yeah, but there there's a couple sequences where, you know, if I'm not 100 percent sync or uh, or something happens, I, I go back immediately and do it. I just want to knock it out. So it's been good. I'm probably still way behind. I'm sure tons of people have already beaten it and I'm still way behind, but I'm taking my time and I'm loving it. And that's, that's exactly, just, you can't, you can't be way behind. You, yeah. you, you doing your own thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's been super cool. How about you, Gabe? How was your weekend? Um, mine was good. It was, we, we started winter jam. Uh, so oh, that's right. A uh, new tour out on the West. So I've done a lot of flying. Mm. Uh, so I think we started in Ontario and these shows are crazy because you can't actually buy a ticket. It's just $10 at the door. And we play in these massive arenas, and it's crazy to see these kids fill up these places. And they're out waiting from 10 o'clock in the morning to get in and don't get wow. in until 6. And so it's been awesome, though, because, you know, there was like, you know, 9,000 people one show, and they had to turn away people. I mean, the, the fire marshal shut it down. He was like, nobody else can come in here. I mean, our bass player's uncle wasn't allowed in the building because – uh, of fire codes and stuff just because it was so packed. So we did Ontario and Phoenix and Las Vegas. And, uh, and then we had three days off. Everybody else stayed out on the road, but you know what I'm saying? I got to put my priorities in order. I had, I had black ops two on pre-order, yeah. you know what I'm saying? At Best Buy in Nashville. So nice. I had to get back home. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I got to line my stuff up, right? It's the most expensive video game I ever bought. So have you you have you even started? I mean, you've got to be like killing yourself right now to try and get to it, dude. I'm freaking jonesing. You have to realize I flew home, so my PS3 is still in Vegas. Oh, so that's I right. You took home. it on the bus, didn't you? Yep, yep. Oh. Took it on the bus. Came home, got the game today, and now I just stare at it. Uh, get in the car and come on over, <laughs> dude. You should, <laughs> dude. Old school, man. You should just like open it up, look at the manual. But the manual's probably one page, so never mind. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely doing that. I'm definitely opening up and, and thumbing through that thing. I don't care how <laughs> how shallow it might be. See that that yeah. was the fun part about buying like NES games and Sega Genesis games back in the day is you would uh, pop them open and look at the manual on the way home from buying exactly. Them. That's so right. funny, but well, and so or maybe I, that was just me. No, no, that was me too for sure. I still do. That was that. me with CDs too. Yeah, those J cards, yeah, yeah. man. That's that's the reason I buy CDs now. I don't like getting them on iTunes. I like going through and seeing yep. the thank yous and yep. how they, you know, I mean, because somebody put a lot of hard work into those into the manuals and the J cards when it comes to CDs. So you know, you don't want to be wasted, mm. right? Well, Gabe, get in the car and come on over. Yeah, they still actually do do that with CDs, like with video games, like it's kind of depressing how small manuals are now and how black and white they are half yeah, the time that's for sure it's like somebody did it in word <laughs> <laughs> like like those old blockbuster like when you would run a game at blockbuster and it would just have a text description on the back <laughs> yeah with like with right. it scotch taped to the 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 spine of it yeah exactly it'd be like shooting game yeah. you're like oh exactly. good thank you shoot many guys okay that's so awesome <laughs> So I, I hop on a plane early in the morning on Thursday, fly to Boise, 
and uh, and I'll be getting it cracking on that day. Believe that. Man, that's awesome. Ten dollars at the door. Don't they um, bring a donation too? You can, or you don't have to. Oh, okay. That's yeah, so, so cool. Um, yeah, so they have a lot of they have a lot of things you can give to while you're there. They got World Vision. You know these kids out here that need you know the money every month and stuff like that. So it's it's they got a lot of cool things that they're um, that they're you know connected with. But ten dollars at the door, you get in. And what's kind of cool about it is they're like, hey, if you ain't got ten dollars, give what you can. Wow. So I just found that out. I didn't even know that. I was like. Gosh, what kind of anti-business is that? So yeah, right. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. So I was like, man, I'm you know I'm down with this group. Hey, at least they're making tons of money on CDs. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Not right. exactly, exactly. Well, that's awesome, man. Big ups to Toby for that. That's that's really cool being able to put all that kind of stuff together. And um, who else is on the on the bill this year? Gosh, Winter Jam. It's ten bands. Oh, and so I'm not going to be able to name them all. Okay, um, but that's I'm going to try. Capital Kings, Dara McLean, Jamie Grace, Chris August, Toby Mac, Red, New Song, Jason Castro. Oh, no. That's what? That's eight? Yeah, I, I don't so. remember the other ones. That's a shame. Man, seeing 10 bands for 10 bucks, that's amazing. 10 bands. That's a dollar a band. Yep. That's incredible. <laughs> So yeah, come out and see us. We're doing West Coast right now. Next week will be uh, it'll be Boise, Portland. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait for Portland. Our Twitter is going to be flooded with me being in Portland because there's a place in Portland called Ground Control. I talked about it, I think, on the first or second podcast we ever did. I remember. And yeah. uh, it's this place that stays open real late. They got chips and drinks. And everything's 25 cents. It's where me and my buddies went and beat Simpsons. And uh, they just played dubstep. And when I went, they were doing construction on the big building, and they had everything crammed in a smaller building. So everything's done. And so when I go back, I'm going to freaking ground control. Here I come. Oh. Look out for me and my quarters because it's going to be it's going to be on and popping. Take pictures. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely be taking pictures. I'm man, so we need excited, to do that. man. We need to do that here. Why aren't we doing that? Let's let's all get together. I want to open an arcade. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That'd be amazing. I mean, people would go, right? You think, or is it just too much of a dying? We could put it in East Nashville. People would go in East Nashville. I think people would go, and I think the way to do it would be like just charge a flat fee and have everything on free play. Yeah, Ooh. so just charge like a cover. You could do that. How much yeah, is the cover? Because that that would be amazing. What's that? How much is the cover? Because I know I spent five dollars and fifty cent oh, beating know. the Simpsons. Yeah, right. I don't know. I don't know. Gosh. I mean, like, well, no, you have a cover and then, yeah, people have to pay for food, but then, like, just have everything on free play. I like that. I'm not scared of that at all. So do we I'm need to hook up with, with Bradley C. so he can hook us up with some games and, and get this cracking? Yeah, me and Bradley talked about it. We were like, hey, you and your wife, go ahead and move to Nashville. Yeah. And let's do this thing. He was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> was that like a, like a ha ha ha, okay, like uh, never going to make any money doing that or a ha ha ha, okay, let's do it? I think it's, it was a ha ha, okay, that's really nice to dream about and that would be really fun, but it's probably but I, not going to happen. Yeah. We got a whole life up yeah. in Wisconsin. I don't know, man. He's got tons of storage. We could take some of that storage off of him. Just put it. <laughs> uh, shoot. That's what I'm talking about. That would well, be so much fun. 
We'd all be Golly. single. I'll tell you what, if we open this, we'd all be single by now because our wives would kill us. <laughs> That's yeah. for sure. I'm, I'm this certain would just be This would just be kids and nine to fives yeah. that we're married to the games. <laughs> kids and nine to fives. That's awesome. That is um, great. Timothy Hall. Yeah. The wait is over on this Halo 4 thing. Yeah, so is the bungee. The bungee is what? over. Yeah. How... Is it? uh, it's a, it's a new it's a new team working on it, um, so it's quite a bit different. I think the mantra of uh, Bungie was, you know, let's make multiplayer completely completely level across the board, so nobody is better than anybody else. Technically, is Obama running it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. Shout out to Obama! Congratulations. Uh, I was going to say. Uh, it's different than Bungie's multiplayer because, like like I said, the skills and stuff, it's more Call of Duty-like. Oh, okay. You get perks, you get different weapons and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's still, it's still not all the way Call of Duty where you, you, know, you have to get to a certain level before you can even compete. Right, right. Uh, you can compete from the get-go. It's just you don't get some of the cool things. Like, for instance, I was playing over the weekend and... Uh, Got a couple perks, like one of which is a turret that you can set up. Right. And it's kind of a weak turret, but it's a really good assistant. If you're, um, like, say you're on the field and there's, like, a couple guys running by or something, they'll get hit by the turret, and then you can just blast them. Oh, okay. Um, so that's pretty neat. They have, like, an act, what's called active camouflage. So you can turn that on and just crouch in a corner, and you're, complete, you're just about invisible. Oh, okay. Um... So that's a pretty neat perk, too. I mean, they have advantages in the game that were kind of there in Reach, but are really there in Halo 4. Halo 4 is just a different beast altogether. So, Is the interface the same? Have they Did they change a lot in how you play or you know where everything is? No, not really. I mean, it's still... The only thing that, that was a big change, like, when you look at Halo versus Call of Duty, Halo was a lot more... It was a lot slower. There's no, there was no run. In like Halo Three, right? Uh, right. And in Halo Reach, run was a perk. So really, Halo was a more was always a slower, more calculating game. You always had to like use a little bit of tactics with it. Whereas Call of Duty, you just run and gun the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So yeah, Halo has sped up a little bit because now sprint sprint just comes standard. So it's a little bit faster of a game now, and it's still thirty frames per second. So that's you know, that's still half as fast as a Call of Duty game as far as, like, your movement. Right. Um, but the fact that you can sprint now makes it a little easier to, say, if you're running behind somebody to catch up to them a little bit. Yeah. Um, whereas in the previous Halo games, you know, you were just walking the whole time. So. Now, are you doing the single-player campaign? I haven't done the campaign yet because I'm waiting for somebody to do it co-op with. There you go. So I think I might just do it co-op with my brother-in-law or something. Oh, that's cool. Gosh, you have family that games. What is that even like? I know. <laughs> Tell us, Tim. Tell us. Yeah, playing co-op is definitely the best. I mean, it's cool to have have family that does it because you can get a hold of them anytime. And my brother-in-law's the youngest, uh, still lives at home. And as far as I know, he doesn't have a job right now. So it's like we can just play whenever. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it makes the games a lot more fun. Like I like. I like single player campaigns, but I don't know. I just co op campaigns. It just reminds me of you know playing SNES when 
when I was young, you know, I'd have a friend over and we'd like play through Power Rangers together or something like that. <laughs> nice. Uh, Power it was a lot Rangers. Of fun, you know, or Mar- play- playing through like Mario Brothers or, you know, anything like that. It was just, it was a lot of fun to do it with a friend. So, and, you know, it's still the same experience. You're just not in the same room. Right. Sure. Um, sure. Couch co-op will always win. So I think so too. One of my buddies was just telling me, we were just emailing back and forth earlier today and he was like, man, I wish more of these games came with the option to play together in the room together. Yep. Instead of like so many of like you're saying, or, you know, over the internet. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. My fondest memories are playing, uh, like land parties, net play. So, I mean, a day would go by and you would have no idea that a day no, went by. Not at all. Like we used to, there was a class I had in high school. Um, it was like an information technology college prep type thing. Right. So like half the day you would go to school and then half the day you would just go study your career path or whatever. Um, so we had this IT class and of course we had a, pretty decent network and it wasn't bogged down or anything so we were playing like unreal tournament on the network it was awesome that's incredible we used to uh we used to tear up counter-strike in the first team fortress was our big land party games gosh those days those were the days golly we had our own server we were the freaking bosses in that junk and now with internet play you can't get anybody together forget it right you know you know it was the best If we had somebody come on our server that was just being a jerk, because <laughs> you have to understand when you're the admin of a server, and this is getting really nerdy, and only like two percent of the people listening are gonna be able to get with me on this, but you could you could do controls, you could do commands in the command prompt as if you were that player. Like there was just little code that you could put in and, you know, act as that player. And so if somebody came in and they were just being a jerk and, you know, this is all computer based, we would go and act like we were them and hit unbind all, which clears every command from every key on the keyboard and your mouse to where you can't do anything. The only thing you can do is force quit the game or like hold the power button down on your computer and shut the whole computer down to get out of the server. And it was just the most amazing thing to watch somebody like running around shooting their own team. And then we'd unbind all. And then they were just still because they couldn't run or walk or anything. Gabe Patillo, the hacker. I love it, man. Yeah. we, We were jerks. That's awesome. That awesome. No, man, if somebody's coming in and messing up your shop, you have every right. <laughs> That's what I think. No trespassing. You will get shot. That's right. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, Router, you got something for us? Give us a little something, something, a little, little release date and sales yeah, news. Yeah. Thanks to Hall and Halo 4, and probably solely because of Hall, uh, Microsoft announced in first 24 hours, Halo 4 generated $220 million worldwide. I like it. The game is on track to reach $300 million in global sales in its first week. That is a beast, ladies and And gentlemen. And that's one console. That is one, yeah, that is one console, one game, one week, balling. I mean, that's insane. Is nuts. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Um, apart from that, Happy Call of Duty Black Ops Two, everybody released um, on all gaming consoles except for Nintendo Sorry, and the play Nintendo. and the PlayStation Two. And the, <laughs> no, it's coming out. It's coming out for the Wii U sometime. Yeah. Yes. Well, and and that that will be coming out on Sunday, right? Wii U. Five days from now. 
drops yeah, Sunday. Five or four days it's amazing. From now, the 18th. So, uh, Sorry if you hear me chewing, I'm eating chicken. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. The, uh, so in man gotta eat, man. That's all. Hey, you do what you got to do, man. Cause exactly. you got to work. Exactly. Hey, hey, um, and that's, it's good for Isaiah Triforce Johnson. He can finally go home after standing outside the, the Nintendo yes. world store for the last month trying to be the first yep. one to get the Wii U go home, Isaiah, go home. <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious if like launch day comes and they're like, uh, oh, wait, we forgot to hold one for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sold out. Sorry. <laughs> Reggie's like, my bad, dog. My bad. <laughs> my bad. We still cool, right? I'm just yeah. president. My hands was tied. <laughs> That's awesome. Let me ask you guys this while we're talking about the Wii. Is there a chance that it could be awesome? Or is it? Is know. there no the chance U, that it's going to be awesome? Yeah. There, it, there would be a chance if they included that pro controller with the, uh, with the system, I think. Because then you know people would be like, oh, sweet. This is like an Xbox. You know what's weird? They don't even have a Wiimote packaged with it. I know. Yeah, you're right. You just get the gamepad. So don't throw away your Wiimotes because the Wiimote works with the Wii U. Do not throw away your Wiimotes. It works. But they don't. They didn't package any of them with them. I thought that was really interesting. That seems like a really cheap thing to be able to put in there. The Wii U, like aside from the the screen pad thing that they include with it, it seems so controller agnostic. You know what I mean? Yeah. So weird. Um. You know it's going to be a universal remote. I didn't realize that. You you can program it to be a universal remote for your television and your DVD player and your TiVos and your direct TVs that's and cool. stuff. I was like, that's a cool little thing, but you would have to leave the Wii on all the time. Yeah. For it to be the remote. But I was like, no thanks. Uh, <laughs> 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 Hall, you Dude, have not been a fan. Bill. You got to save money. <laughs> That's Dude, right. there's no way that can affect your electricity bill that much. No. No, it's pretty low level. I don't know, dude. It's like a computer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else well, I heard? I heard that the uh, the gamepad, you know, it's got a camera on there. And so you can take a picture of your face and that they transform that into your me. You know, you can make little me's on there. Um, that's cool. I heard about that, yeah. It is cool. It is cool, but I heard it sucks. Oh, great. So, so that's, that's not, not cool. Good. No, that's not cool at all. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I, I read this thing. This guy was... It's programmed to read only one face, and that's Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> just Reggie and very normal-looking white people. Reggie Me- yeah. <laughs> it makes a perfect Reggie. Reggie Me's everywhere. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, you, you know, oh, shoot. we can yeah. sit this guy this guy was sorry, no, sorry, go I ahead. was just going to say we can speculate all we want. Congratulations to Nintendo for putting out a new console. We'll just have to see how people take to it. I think people might be intrigued. I'm just now starting to see like some advertisements for it, but you know, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. I will say this, they're they're releasing a ton of Wii U games starting this week. Assassin's Creed 3 will be one, Batman Arkham City the Armored Edition. FIFA Soccer, Madden uh, 13, Mass Effect 3 Special Edition. I played Batman. Oh, you did. That's right. You did back at E3, right? Yeah, it was it was interesting. Yeah. So you don't really know when to look down. I don't even think I would. That's the weird thing. Like it, you have a screen in front of you and you have a bigger screen that's probably a lot better, even more in front of you. So why not go to that? I guess just for the portability of it. Is that It'd be what? like looking at your phone while you're driving and you're not supposed right. to do that. Yeah, it's right. It's kind of like one of those things like when I was playing it, you can't tell necessarily because 
the other screen, especially during Batman, and I mean, of, of course, a bunch of games are going to be like this, but you're, it's got a whole different thing going on. You know, like the map is down there and your tools are down there, you know, and you can put them, you know, whatever to the, you know, to the left button and to the right button. But you don't really know when to look down. I guess if you're eased into the game, it'll show you. But getting just tossed into it, like you had a buddy come over and he's like, oh, sweet, is that Arkham City? Yeah, let me play that. But you you don't really know when you're like, oh, why can't I? Oh, and then you look down. You're like, oh, okay, I'll do this, this, and this. And then look up real quick and then look back down. Then look up yeah. and then look back down. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's kind it of It is like thing. texting and driving or something like that. I don't know. That's That's interesting. But um, yeah, so I mean, they're releasing a bunch of Wii U games, which is great. I, you know, I'm just curious. I'm I'm very curious as to see how it, how it goes. And um, you know, Nintendo's been around forever, so you know, we just want to see what they're doing. A couple other new releases of mention: uh, Lego Lord of the Rings comes out for yep. PS3, Wii, Xbox 360. Here's a good one. And those games kill it. Those games kill it. Those they little do. Lego oh, games. They're awesome. They're totally great. Um, I. I'm kind of excited about this one because this was one of the first games that I got. Rockstar is doing their games collection edition one, and that that gets releases this week. And you get the following games: you get L.A. Noir, okay, Red Dead Redemption, there you go, G- uh, GTA Episodes from Liberty City, and Midnight Club L.A. Complete Edition. So that that's that's a nice hefty bunch of games right there for 59 bucks that ain't bad yeah that's really not bad considering i just paid 65 dollars for one game today exactly so yeah so that rockstar games collection edition one is out so if you're if you like the games like la noir and gta i think you'll really enjoy that as well there you go that's yeah, pretty cool so that's new release that's new release week i cannot believe the sales of that freaking halo that is nuts yeah it it's insane. Well, uh, for the week of uh, ending in November third, and the, the charts that I get go Saturday to Saturday. Assassin's Creed three uh, was one and two, Xbox three sixty and PS three. So combined, they probably did. Uh, they probably did about. Uh, I don't know. I don't have. I don't have the full uh, dollar amounts, but they were definitely one and two. That will clearly get dropped off next week with Halo four. Um, right. but man, w- WWE 13 still hanging in there at number three. I can't believe and, that. And, um, I kind of feel bad for need for speed. Most wanted cause they debuted at six and seven. So, oh, yeah. um, it did, the, didn't it come out kind of near the end of the month? Uh, based on what I have, it was this, it, yeah, it was this past. Yeah. It, that would reflect the end of the month because that's when Assassin's Creed three came out too. So yeah, it came out right around there. So it kind of, uh, Unfortunately, a lot of these games are just going to get buried with all these, you know, a a games that are coming out, and it's just it's just going to get bigger and bigger as as the year comes to a close. Gabe, I know you'll be excited for this. I went on Joystick.com today, and they played or they showed the first level of Hitman Absolution. Ooh, wait. It, it looks amazing. It was um you can watch the first level on the purest difficulty, so clearly it was probably one of the developers that did it. But right. holy cow, it's about fifteen, twenty minutes long, and it's the prologue uh, level, so it's the first scene, you know, as soon as you hit start. Man, I I've never played any of the other Hitman series. I I started getting really interested in it at E three mm-hmm. and now I'm I'm kinda hooked. I'm really interested in it and I I'm looking forward to that game. Those games are the bomb to me. I've I've played all of them and I I love them. 
Yeah, and this looks. And this one seems like it's going to be hard, boy. Yeah, Lee. Yeah, I mean, I, I, th- some of the stuff that they did, I was like, oh, I would have never thought to do that. So, <laughs> of course, <laughs> I'm going to be losing all kinds of sleep on Hitman Absolution. That's for sure. I'm definitely interested in trying it, so we'll have to have a a game night or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're gonna have one. We're gonna have to have one of those anyway, so you guys can play Resistance Three. Have you still not played that yet? No, I still haven't. That was like. Oh god, that game is so good. That was like my game of the year for last year. Really? Oh, big big time, dude. You just you have to play it. Like it was so easy to discount that game, like to just put it aside. And that's probably why Insomniac is no longer a uh, an exclusive developer. Right. But uh I mean, it was so easy to toss that game aside, but it was so good and so ambitious. So I love that. I love not Freaking the sidestep video but, games. You know. No, 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 no. Um, I like games. I li- <laughs> yeah. I love. I love games. I love lamp. I love lamp. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Hall, you had a little something for us, right? Yeah. Hang on, I got a burp. <laughs> Go ahead and take care of that. <laughs> nice. Right. I'm drinking game fuel, so you <laughs> nice again. Do you guys do the Black Friday every year? Every Friday's black for me. Yay! <laughs> but um, <laughs> oh, that's awesome, Gabe. That's funny because it's true. That's awesome. Oh, I think that you know was a quote of the night. Wanted, I've always, I, I've always wanted to do Black Friday, and I've never done it. And I really, really do want to do one i've never done a, a real black friday because for years we always left on thanksgiving night because thanksgiving always falls on thursday or because it always is thursday you know friday saturday sunday are big days for shows for us and so um I, we for years we left thanksgiving night and so i've never gotten to do a black friday i was home last year for one and i'll be home this year for one and i'm still up in the air whether i want to do one or not Yo, let's I was do it, gonna man. say it might not matter if you were leaving on Friday because uh, Walmart's doing something really weird this year. But the game like deals are insanity. Are they really? It's it's unbelievable. I can get more into them in a minute. But uh, what were you saying? No, I was just saying I want to do I want to do a Black Friday just because I never have. I did one last year with my brother in law, and it was fun. We got up at like five o'clock in the morning, and that's when I, that's where. I went to, where did I go? H.H. Greg. Shout out to H.H. Greg. And um, I got a 43-inch flat screen TV for upstairs for my uh, PS3. It was great. There you go. But they, it was funny because you, you were able to get that at 5 a.m.? Oh, yeah. But the funny that thing was. Usually you're not able to get those TV deals. That's crazy. No, I we we walked in there and, and they were like, yeah, you could have come on at midnight and we would have been open and it would have been fine. Like everybody's pushing Black Friday back into Thanksgiving now. And I know Walmart's getting some slack, some flack for that because, you know, because of these uh, Black Friday deals. In fact, um, most of those deals, I think I read something about it, that they start at 8 p.m. on Thanksgiving exactly. night. Exactly. That's what I was going to say is that, Gabe, you might be in luck because they're starting at 8 p.m. on Thursday. Oh. So, I feel so bad for these poor Walmart workers. But that's that's and that's when the best deals are. Well, hit us up, man. You might as well. You've, you've piqued our interest. So tell us what games. Yeah, man. Here's the thing: they got a lot of recent release games for twenty five dollars. We're talking what? XCOM, Dishonored, 
What? Really? Um, let me see. What were the other ones? Uh, Battlefield Three Premium Twenty Five. Um, was uh, you know I have that game a, and I've never Borderlands played Borderlands Two. Borderlands Two for twenty five bucks at Walmart, right? At Walmart, unbelievable. It that's insane. Man. I know I'm just creating more competition for myself when I actually go, but this is insane, man. I'm, Dang like, it, this is twenty five bucks. Yeah, this is like the craziest it's ever been. So, like, I haven't seen, I haven't seen new release games for twenty five. Usually, it's been like thirty or thirty five, but never twenty five. That's just insane. Isn't it interesting how it's such a quick turnaround now? I mean, think about it with movies too. Like a couple months later, boom, the DVD comes out. It's, I think this, it's the same thing because there's so many games out there it's so oversaturated that the turnaround is probably just like all right well it ran its course after two to three weeks let's just drop the price and and keep going well they have to chop the price as quick as they can so they can um you know kind of cannibalize used sales right right that's true so huh but still that's nuts because i asked for for christmas i asked my wife for um xcom and i'm trying to remember what else Dishonored wasn't on the list, but it might as well be if we can get it for twenty five. I was about to say uh, twenty five bucks. You almost can't pass that up with how much you like that game. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a lot of fun, and I I probably only played through about a third of it renting it. So it's like you know I'd love to buy it for twenty five and play through the rest of it. So, um, is Sleeping Dogs on that list? It might be. I don't think it's at Walmart, but it might be mm. somewhere else for like thirty. I mean it's still it's. I've seen I've seen Sleeping Dogs for like thirty five like on and off, so I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if it's twenty five somewhere. Yeah, I think they're getting like they're getting a bunch of downloadable content too. Uh Sleeping Dogs is about to get a, oh, yeah. a bunch of new stuff, like an extended story. I thought that was kind yeah, of Yeah, I really cool want to play that game. Considering it's not a multiplayer game though, I'm gonna probably wait a little longer on it. Mm-hmm. But Gabe, you really liked it, right? Yeah, I really liked it, yeah. A lot of language, but it's really good. Yep. Um, you know what's crazy too? I went to I went to Best Buy today to pick up um Black Ops and they had pre-orders for Last of Us going on. And I was like, that's not even have a release date. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, golly, I mean, at least wait till they say when it's coming out. I just thought Dude, that was yeah, right. they want your five bucks now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no. I saw that on Amazon too, by the way. I, I'm, that's interesting because I, I was looking at, you know, if price had, prices for some games had dropped on Amazon and they had, you know, pre order The Last of Us and they also had uh, Tomb Raider. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, yeah, I, I, yeah, they want, they want your money now, man. Yeah, I thought, that, I, thought that, I thought that was really interesting. I was like, man, we don't even know when this is coming out. We know it's, you know, some places say it's not for the next seven, eight months, which would suck. Yeah, it better not suck. I need that to come on out, man. That thing looks so good. I know. I think we talk. We must talk about that game almost every other episode, every other podcast, because I think we're just so super excited about it. Yeah. It, I always go back to that game, too. I want it. Got to have it. Yeah. Speaking of absolutely. Amaz- speaking of Amazon, this is really rabbit trailing. But my boy, Ed Placencia, who listens to the podcast friend of mine up in Pennsylvania. <laughs> he wrote me an email. He goes, so you're wondering if you could still find PS twos retail. Amazon's got them brand new. Still PS twos, $700. <laughs> nice. 
face. $700. Besides that being extremely ridiculous, does that, is, is that like, is that retailers trying to force the PS2? And, and, and I looked up the Xbox just for giggles and they had new ones for 350, which is not crazy far off from, you know, where they were when they came out. But, um, but used, you can get one for $22 and on the PS2, you can get one for $35. But I was like, does that mean the retailers trying to force it into the collectability? Yep. Status. Yep. That's exactly what that means. But how do you know that's going to work? 700 bucks? That's crazy. You can ask whatever you want when you got the only one. I, well, that's true. Yeah. And I'm not saying like the only one, but I'm sure they're, they're becoming more rare. So, Are you guys collectors of anything? I just collect game stuff here and there that I find at yard sales. Okay, so that's used though. Yeah. Do you have do you have anything that's like brand new in a package? I have found some new stuff. Um I found brand new NES controllers in the box. Oh wow. Um that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I got those for really cheap, so that was pretty awesome. Um I think that may be the only new thing I have though. So let me ask you, what is the value of something brand new that can't be used? I don't know. It's just like a it's, uh, I think it's in the eyes of the beholder. I, I, yeah, it's hard to say. I think it's it depends on the person. It's it's all in the eyes of the beholder. Whatever. Well, I think they want to know that it's never been like used or played with. Like having NES controllers new in the box is just freaking awesome to me because when I'm fifty years old, I'll be able to say like, remember the NES? <laughs> I got controllers that have never never even seen action, you know, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But I know with like action figures, it's a big thing because yeah. collectors want to know that they've never been never been played with, basically. Yeah, and There's I understand value that. For, there is a value for you can at least look at an yeah. action figure because a lot of those are clear cases. The PlayStation you can't even look at. <laughs> it's in the box, and there's a picture of it on the outside. Yeah, that is kind of weird. That is kind of weird. So how do you how do you know it's not a rock? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you open it up, and it's like an old bump bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken or something. <laughs> There's something ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, That's, for some reason, you were saying something about chicken, and now KFC that just was about as in my good head. As the, that was about as good as Apple when they were like, the iPad weighs as much as a pad of paper. I was like, that does not go together. Yeah. <laughs> a bucket of chicken and the PS2 are around the same weight. The yeah. iPad weighs as much as a chicken leg. <laughs> That's awesome. I want chicken now. Let's go to KFC, boys. Yeah, though it it is kind of silly though having stuff in the box that you can't really look at. Right, that was you know, and, Man, and I'm not knocking it. You know, what I'm saying I know plenty of people that collect stuff. You know, my boy Bradley C that we had on the show obviously connect collects old school arcade games, but at least he plays those. It's not, and they keep their value. It's, you can't get those new in the box, no sir. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that would be that wouldn't even be a box. That'd be a crate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Um. Router, did you have something for us? Uh, the only other thing I had was the PlayStation Vita, Vita is launching PS Plus service on November 19th, and it will be free for existing PS3 subscribers. That's great. So the way they're the bundling that stuff together is really, yeah, really it's, nice. It's, it's nice. And they're going to start servicing. Um, they're going to add four free games a month, uh, including Uncharted Golden Abyss, what? Gravity Rush, and Chrono Vault. Yeah, I might have to get a Vita now. So that's kind of cool. So that so that for you the ten not. people that are playing for the ten people that are playing Vita right now, they're going to get a great deal. Hey, no, no, Black Friday. How I was telling you the deal. They have 
a Vita with uh, Black Ops Declassified for like two hundred dollars. Wow, that's a deal. Okay, that's a deal. We yes. may we may all end up purchasing Vitas. No, no not me. I'll be divorced if I do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not happening. Oh my yeah. gosh. So yeah, that was that was the only other thing I had. They announced that. Um, so that's good. PS Plus for Vita. That's that's a great thing. I wanted to uh, I wanted to talk about. Um, you guys heard about the the SEAL Team Six guys? So SEAL Team the guys who uh, contributed to Warfighter. Yeah, yeah Warfighter, Medal right. of Honor. So yeah, that's weird. They get okay. So for those that don't know the story, SEAL Team Six is the guys that went in and took out Bin Laden, right? And so there were seven of them, and six out of them um, supported the development of Medal of Honor Warfighter and got in big trouble. And I thought it was really interesting because they're like, oh, well, we don't know if they didn't tell them secrets and this, that, and the other. And they got like letters of reprimand and from their admiral and, and two months of half pay. Two months of half pay. Wow. And, yeah, the uh, pay thing is the weirdest part. Yeah, I can understand him slapping them on the wrist and being like, "Yeah, don't do that." Yeah, but they but didn't release my... it, they didn't release any classified information or was it the is was it did they contribute to the tactics of how? I mean, I don't understand. Okay, so what? Honor them, you know? They're these guys are freaking heroes. So why if they're not going to divulge any really classified information on a video game, right. you know, why reprimand them like this, you know? It's just weird. And my other, I think my other point. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Hall. Well, I, I was going to say I think that EA should uh, should give them the money that they're missing out on. Good idea. I like that. EA go. That would go be make an, that, that happen, would man. be an honorable thing to do because that just, really would. That's weird. The half pay thing makes no sense. I, I think they just they looked at the budget for the month and they're like, well, we're going to be over budget, so maybe we should just dock these guys' pay. And I know it's. It, that's ridiculous. But my thing that that feels backwards to me is they let SEAL Team 6 be a movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The killing of Osama Bin Laden. And then the m- movie that's coming out, Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, I saw that too. So Zero Dark Thirty, also a movie coming out, is about killing Osama Bin Laden. And so I'm like, so why are these guys in trouble for helping out with a video game, yet we can put two movies out back to back? That, you know, I would think would expose more than a video game would or people would take it more serious than a video game. And then we got Geraldo out there that would be, you know, (laughs) (laughs) behind enemy lines like, and then we're going to go over here and then we're going to go over here. And then we have G.I. Joe and Battleship and nobody got mad about those movies. (laughs) Yeah, I don't I don't get this either. And these guys are honorable. These are honorable men. They they did an amazing service for our country. And this is what we're we're doing. Just because they were part of a video game, and not for nothing, but if I'm one of those guys and I'm like, shoot, yeah, I'm going to be part of a video game, that'd be amazing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's it's definitely like video games are becoming that hot entertainment item that actors and pretty much everybody wants to be a part of. So it's like, oh, yeah, you can't you can't be mad at them for wanting to do it. I mean, it's it's awesome. So I think you're. Right. I'm with you, Hall. Though I think EA needs to to pony up and and pay. Because, I mean, they made some money off of them, so they need to give some back, especially if they're getting a, a pay cut. That's Yeah, I mean, even though Warfighter didn't review too hot, I mean, it still yeah. sold. 
Yeah, it, yeah, it, right. So, I know. It I really, mean, they can they can afford to you know front, front them because I'm sure that's going to hurt them. They're they're you know they're it's not that they're the everyman or anything, but they they don't make as much money as you would think. You know? Yeah, right. My only thing is, I mean, we don't know how much EA paid them in the first place, so they might be doing all right. But it's just the thought of the fact that these guys went and put their lives on the line and this is how they're kind of getting repaid. Yeah, I don't like it. This was just a little frustrating. I was like, ugh, that's just, it felt ugly. I'm with you. EA, hook them up. I know, that's right. Do the right thing, EA. They say EA is like one of the most hated companies and it would definitely be a good look. Yes, it would. Is EA one of the most hated companies because of the Mass Effect 3 ending? I don't know. Let's not talk about it. I haven't started Mass Effect 3. Well, no, no. I haven't haven't seen the ending either. Like, I really want to see what... I'm I'm gonna have to wait until I play the game. Obviously, see what all the fuss was about, but it just like why is EA one of the most hated companies? I forget that it was a it was a story I kind of came across a couple months ago, but I, I didn't ever read it because I love EA. One of my boys works at EA. I went to EA when I was out in LA, and I'm I, I got nothing for love for them. They treated me good while I was there, so yeah. I, I, I ain't saying. No hateration on EA right now. That's right. That place well, I was going to say, Gabe might be a little bit biased, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm fully biased. Well, from an outsider's perspective, it's like, yeah, I, they, they make video games. I buy video games. I don't really understand. Yeah. Thank what you. The, what the hate is. So I tell you one thing, yeah. though. that I think that opened... And may, that opened the eyes to a lot of developers and probably made developers very, very antsy for upcoming games to, sure. to make sure that that this kind of stuff won't happen again. Because you're right, they got crucified for that to the point where they had to create a DLC with an alternate ending. Yep, I mean, sure that, that's insane to get to get that many complaints about a video game. And so I think there's going to be a lot of careful stepping with a lot of these developers when it comes to, especially when it comes to a trilogy like Mass Effect and um, and those kind of games. Like, can you imagine if Uncharted comes out with some sort of a bad ending and Naughty Dog will get crucified for that? Right. It's, yeah. so, it's so weird. It's so weird because it, it makes me remember the power and the the grand scale of video games. I think sometimes we don't take it very seriously, but like... You know, we we joked about Taylor Swift last week and her selling 1.2 million copies in the first week and how that's crazy and how that's about to get crushed. It already got crushed by Assassin's Creed. It's going to get crushed by Halo. It's going to get crushed by Black Ops. And so you're like, man, these video games are selling like mad. When there's a bad, when there's a movie that comes out that's really good and it has a bad ending, you just say it has a bad ending. And maybe the director had a different ending that he already shot and they throw it on the DVD, but they don't go back and fix it. That's crazy. So, you know, it shows Mm -hmm. the power of the gaming industry. By the way, that Taylor Swift record is great. (laughs) (laughs) I I am not ashamed to say it. I I like Taylor Swift uh, because Lauren plays it in the store. Uh-huh. Um, all all day long. Sure. So I I know all of the the songs by now, but it's it is a good record. I'm sure it's good. You feel melancholy and misunderstood, and <laughs> when you're listening, <laughs> I to feel it? like <laughs> I f- I feel 18 again and yeah. just really misunderstood. You feel like telling somebody off. Yep. You're like you don't understand me. All your teen angst came back. <laughs> That's right. I got to give a shout out. I got to give a shout out to Lauren store too. Cause when Jenny was working there, Taylor Swift went in there and she was mesmerized and just watched her walk around the store for forever. I was like, and she was super nice too. Yeah. She was, she was shopping. It was uh, around the holidays and she was there. So it was very cool. 
good, good, good. Let's get into some shout outs, man. I think uh, we talked about doing this. There's been a couple people that have been really riding with us on this podcast, man, and, and showing us a lot of love. So we want to do some shout outs and I'll kick it off. Um, Jordan Thompson on Twitter. He's been, he's been talking really good about us, man, and showing us a lot of love. So we got to give a big shout out to Jordan. And he's thank got, you, Jordan. His, yeah, thank you, Jordan. He's got his own podcast. It's called Boom Headshot. I listened to a little bit of it the other day. Him and his boy sat around talking. And so I was like, cool, man. This is really cool to be, you know, showing love. So we want to show love back, Jordan. We appreciate you, brother. Exactly. Timothy Hall. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, man. I've been choked up so bad here. Hang on. It's okay. It's gonna be all right. It's gonna be all right. <laughs> yeah. You um, don't worry about it. No, uh, I wanted to give a shout out to a colleague of mine. We he graduated, I think, like last year from college, and I just graduated about a couple months ago. But um, we've had a long time listener in Garrett Delosier. Um, he's a, a video production artist for, I believe. Pearl drums. Oh yeah, nice. Wow. Um, he started. He started listening to us from the beginning. Thank you, and, Garrett. Uh, You're awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool to have him there. I mean, he was on my Facebook friends for a while, and uh, I think I like worked on a couple films with him. Oh, we did a Star Wars commercial together. So I'll have to post a link to that if I can find it. I think oh, it's on Vimeo please. or something. Oh, please do. Oh, it's it's pretty funny. So you guys will enjoy it. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, it's just it's cool to have him as a listener and uh, cool to have him hopefully as a contributor sometime. So yeah, man. And and another thing that's cool about Jordan, I think he's up in Canada, and so it's it's cool to be able to reach across the lines, have people from all over the place listening. That's the beauty of podcasting technology today. So yes, shout out to all those guys. We appreciate you guys. And uh, thanks for spreading the word and spreading the love. We do appreciate it. Um, also, we wanted to get a little bit more interactive as well. So we were like, man, we should do like a question of the week or something like that. And so, you know, we try to come up with some different questions. If you guys have questions, send them to us and we'll answer them and spit them back out to you guys. Because we want you guys to answer them as well out there listening. Uh, and Tim had a good one, I thought, uh, today. So, Mr. Router, hit us off with it. Yes, sir. I man, it's it's been this is our ninth podcast, so ever, I think a lot of people you guys are starting to get to know who we are, but first and foremost, we got to we got to get to know you a little bit more too. So, here's my question. In the hustle and bustle of married life, we've got kids, you got school, you got work. When do you guys typically play your games? Is it at night? Is it in the morning? Is it overnight? I know for me personally, I usually I will get up earlier just because I'm more of a morning person than I am a, a, a late night person. So I'll get up earlier and play for like an hour. So like I'll get up at like five o'clock in the morning, play for a little bit and then, you know, start answering my emails and then the baby gets up. And so it kind of give that's kind of like my my downtime. Five o'clock I, in the morning. Heck yeah, man. I have this this whole week. I've been up at five. I've been getting up at five to play Assassin's Creed three. My brain doesn't even work that early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're but see what you do is complete opposite. Like you're you're a night person. So I, yes, after sir. probably after one o'clock, I'd probably just be passed out, sleeping, drooling somewhere. <laughs> but for me, so for me, it's always been early in the morning. Or if it's on a weekend, like I'll I'll stay up late on like a Saturday night because I know that uh, you know I don't have to get up quite so early. The problem is, well, it's not a problem, but. Because of Lauren's retail store, we're we're six days a week. We we actually take off on Sunday, 
And so she still works on Saturday. So I still go to the store with her and I'm, I'm with Piper in the back room because she's still with us in the back of the store and I'll work on my stuff as well. So we technically only have Sunday as our weekend. So usually oh. Saturday night is when is when I'll do a lot of my gameplay. And then uh, but during the week, it's usually early in the morning because it's great, man. Nobody's bothering you. There's no phone calls. There's nothing going on. I that just get sense. up. Yeah, I, I love it, man. It's it's it, so that's how I roll. What about you guys? Hall, what about you? Uh, well, the weekend is the best for me because really I'm working throughout the week or throughout the week. I'm working overnight and then I'm working during the day as well. So kind of doing a couple different gigs. Yeah, the weekend is definitely the best for me, if not the morning, because sometimes when I get home from work in the morning, I'll just play a little bit like before going to bed. And I can't really sleep for more than six hours anyway, because of the way my work schedule works. So it's like on the week weekend is the best because I'll get up at like 4 a.m. and just play till like 10 or 11. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty awesome to get to do that. I mean, that's how I got through Borderlands really fast. It's just by playing on the weekend. So. There you have that. And I got to play a lot of Halo this weekend, so I'm up to like level 21 or something. So There you go. That's great. Patillo, what about you? Oh, on the bus. On the bus and late at night. Because uh, obviously we don't have anybody that games. And, and, you know, so after a show, a show ends maybe around 1030 or 11. And uh, we'll go shower, eat. We've started doing smoothies and then... uh. And then I'll just kind of retire to the back of the bus because, you know, we'll have a front lounge and a back lounge. So usually everybody's sitting up front talking. And and if the conversation is really good, I can sneak out without anybody even noticing. So <laughs> I, I, sneak, That's awesome. I sneak to the back. There goes Gabe playing his games again. Exactly. And, you know, I'll, I'll get a couple texts sometimes. They'll be like, did we lose you for the whole night? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> no, you got you. you yeah, yeah, I'll just yeah, be back here. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, so that's when I get my game. Yeah, but you're right, uh, Router. It's the exact opposite of you. I love gaming until crazy times of the night, and that's how I ended up beating uh, Uncharted three in one day. It was because I stayed up all day and then stayed up all night. Ended up finishing at five o'clock in the morning, and I was that's so cool. Worthless the next day. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, listen, we would. We want to hear from you guys. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, we've got we got all kinds of ways that you can hit us up. Twitter is MTTGCast. Facebook, Married to the Games. Email, mailbag at MarriedToTheGames.com. Please, we want to hear from you. I want to start to know who my peoples are out there. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, so, man, you guys got anything else before we get up out this, John? Uh, oh, yeah, the iTunes thing got fixed. That was weird. Yeah, what was that? Uh, I don't know. It affected like it, it. It affected all of the shows I listened to. So I thought it was really weird. Um, I found some stuff in the iTunes discussion forum where they were saying, "Yeah, this is a big problem. We're working on it." Uh, but it looks to be resolved because I saw our last episode popped up on iTunes. So it was weird. Yeah, episode eight, Beards, two thousand sixteen, twenty sixteen. Um. Good. Well, I'm glad we got iTunes all straightened out. We got Stitcher is going strong. And so we appreciate you guys listening, man. Like Router said, you know where to hit us up at Twitter, Facebook, email. You can check out our website, marriedtothegames.com. And we're always around, man. So keep on gaming, baby. We're going to keep on gaming. We're going to keep on talking about it for Gabe Patillo, Timothy Hall, Tim Router. We up out this piece. We made it to the games. (laughs) 